Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, it's time now for the Robert Sala Report brought to you by Slowman's and Infinity.com. And the coach joins us now. Coach, it's Michael, Don, and Peter. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. How you doing? I'm doing good. How you guys doing? We're doing okay. Um, it's been a couple of days now since the uh, the Black Friday game. Your overriding thoughts on what took place on that day, Coach? Um, you know, it wasn't good enough. Obviously, um, felt like we were uh, we were playing really well on defense, trying to settle the uh, um, going into the locker room. Felt like we were gaining momentum. Obviously, the uh, Hail Mary at the end of the half was extremely unfortunate, and uh, I just couldn't get anything going in the second half to, to close the gap. How does that happen at the end of the half, Coach? I'm sure you practice, even though they're not defensive players, to tackle. Like, How does something like that break down? You know, um, it, it starts with execution of the play. You know, um, um, you know, just looking from a quarterback standpoint, you know, he, he – he, he could have bought himself an extra hitch. I think he had an extra hitch, but he's got to get some more air underneath the ball to give his guys a chance to get down there to go make a play. Um, you know, so the timing was a little bit off. The uh, the release point of the ball was a little bit off. And then from there, it's uh, it's unfortunate. You've got two receivers on the ground. I thought Garrett tried his tail off, uh, worked his butt off. Yeah, I think he ran like 200 yards to try to go get the, uh, uh, the uh, uh, Holland down. And then you just got a bunch of old linemen trying to run it down with a quarterback. It's uh, obviously not an ideal situation, and um, and it was just a very, very unfortunate play. Yeah, I wanted to piggyback on that because we don't have access to the All-22 coach. Do you think that your players gave enough of an effort other than Garrett to, to make that tackle? Yeah, like I said, the, the two receivers, uh, two of the receivers were on the ground. Uh, I know Conklin tried to catch it because he was – it looks like there's a little delay in him, but he's playing for the tip. And then, it, you know, I think it kind of surprised them that the uh, the safety caught it on the run, basically. And then from there, it, it it might look like people aren't giving effort, but they're linemen. Linemen don't move very fast. Right. Um, but uh, but guys were working. Uh, Brees got caught up uh, on a block. and uh, But other than that, there was, you know, all your speed and athleticism is uh, – is basically in the end zone, and uh, you know, it's, it's why like um, in a like if there was four seconds left in a game, you would kick the ball off, right, and try to kick it out of the end zone instead of squib it because you want their offense to come on the field where they got five big men, right, and you just got less guys who can handle the ball. So you'd rather be in a defensive rugby situation than a special teams rugby situation because they have more athletes. Um, that's why you've seen where. Uh, and it happens a lot where on a on a um, on a long field goal, you know that that field goal team cover one of those short kicks. It becomes just uh, hold your breath and hope they get them down. And uh, you just don't have the athletes on the field to to overcome um, a player getting out in the open. Now on a Hal Mary, rarely does he ever get in the open because it's a big old jump ball and everyone's trying to knock it down and bodies on a body and people are fighting uh, to try to catch the ball. 
Um, so usually 99 out of 100 times falls harmlessly into the ground. The other time somebody catches it. But uh, rarely does it, I think 0.1% is when he actually takes it back for a touchdown. Coach, obviously there was a lot of frustration among the fan base and, and everybody in, in the production that we saw from Zach Wilson. I, I say this respectfully. You made the move to Tim Boyle. I don't think fans saw anything that made them believe any more in Tim Boyle than what they'd seen in Zach Wilson. How do we get to this point in the season? And that's the best we could put out there at quarterback. Um, look, the guy's got to keep working. You know, it, it is an all eleven thing, which is which is the same thing I've been preaching. You know, we've uh, and they're not excuses; they're just unfortunate things that have been happening. And we've had extreme turnover on the offensive line. And I, and I know injuries happen, trust me, I'm not naive to that, and you've got to be able to line up and overcome them. But um, but when it's a weekly thing and it happens on the fourth play of the game and you're never really getting a chance to get into a rhythm to create any kind of identity within the first couple of weeks, uh, empathetically, it's hard. It's hard for coaches. It's hard for players. Um, do, do it. Does anyone care? No. We've got to find a way to get it done. And uh, So there's a... The guys are working. Everyone's working their tail off. Everyone's trying to figure it out. Um you know, with these last six games, it's a simple challenge. You know, I think when you're when you're struggling, the um, the normal response from everyone, coaches and players alike, is to try to do it yourself. Uh, coaches trying to find the perfect play, players trying to create the biggest explosive, and all we're doing is making things worse. Rather than stick to the things that uh, we built during OTAs and training camp and try to find ways to get better every single day with the guys who are in the lineup and focus on the things that we've got control over. But, um, you know, so it's it just hasn't been good, especially since the Giants game when we when I, I feel like the wheels probably fell off on the old line with the uh, injuries that we suffered in that game. But uh, um, we'll get it back going. We're going to get better over these next six games. We're going to find a way to uh, uh, put out a, a much more competitive product. All right, so just to follow up Peter's question, Coach. So you hung with Zach Wilson after the four plays and, and, and Rodgers went down, and Zach didn't play well. But Tim Boyle didn't play well. And Zach Wilson is, is a former number one, first-round, second pick in the draft. Why not have him back in there for the rest of the way? What, what, what's the difference at this point? I love you guys, man. <laughs> <laughs> they were begging for him to be out, now we're begging for him to be back uh, in. Because, I mean, Tim Boyle is a 29-year-old journey. I think you mean the opposite of love when you say that. No, no. Same thing that makes you laugh and make you cry. Right. Look, Tim had a really good training camp, too. And, you know, we got to give him a chance to go play and give him a chance to – uh, see if he can build on anything. I do think he had a uh, uh, he did some good things in the game. Obviously, not all of them great, and he's got to improve on things. But again, like we need more from the O line, we need more from the backs, we need more from each other, we need more from our coaches, and um, and so give him another opportunity to go out there and spin it, and uh, and we'll make the new, the evaluation from there. Would uh, would Simeon ever be an option if things didn't work out against Atlanta? Uh, we'll see. Uh, obviously, he's he's dressing as the number two, so he's getting a couple of weeks where he's truly repping, uh, preparing himself to be a starter. That's what a backup does when you're. Um, I mean, let's be real. You're when you're the practice squad guy. You're 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 there, but you're you're not as locked in. And I think uh, you know it was encouraging last week to see him prepare with Tim and Zach and all three of them really really engaging and putting in the work. And um, uh, so it was, 
so obviously he's lining up as a number two, so he would uh, so he would be in consideration to to go in if if uh, it didn't go well. All right, so Alan Lazard was a healthy scratch, and that's a little bit of an eyebrow raiser. He's one of the the free agents that came in during the off season. Um, Coach, is that because he's been ineffective? He's had a lot of drop balls. What was the reasoning behind that decision on Friday? Uh, a little bit of uh, uh, both. Both things can be true. You know, one, I want we wanted to give Brownlee a chance to to get out there and show what he can do without uh, without disruption of reps, and two, just um, Allen. And I think he'll admit it. He hasn't been playing up to the standard at which got him uh, uh, that big payday to begin with. You know, he's he's a big receiver. He's a talented receiver. He's a great young man, and um, and I know he'll come around. But uh, we, you know, along with you know the struggles that he'd been having, we felt like it was a good opportunity to get Brownlee a lot more reps. And uh, and credit to Brownlee, I thought he did a really nice job. You know, as bad as things have been, coach, you're still mathematically alive to make the playoffs in the AFC. Uh, the fans may not believe it. We may not believe it. But do your players still believe it? Do they still have the confidence to salvage the season? Well, that's the thing. You know, confidence is it is a fragile thing, you know. And uh, um, I do know uh, that our players do believe in one another. And sometimes we just need to remind each other what we need to reconnect to to help ourselves win. Uh, we've proven over the last four games that making stuff up does not help. That makes it worse. But if we pre- if we reconnect to our identity, our each individual identity, we'll at least give ourselves a chance to be functional. And um, you can't win a game until you become functional. And uh, over the last couple of weeks, obviously, I think we all agree that it, it hasn't looked good. And, uh, you know, like I said, I think it's a result of a lot of guys pressing, guys pressing on offense, guys pressing on defense, special teams, everyone trying to make the hero play when all they need to do is make their play. Um, within the uh, identity at which they represent. But, um, you know, so are we mathematically eliminated? No. Um, Will things change if we keep doing them the way we have been? No, it won't. Uh, So it's just a a focus and and hopefully over the last couple of days where, you know, we've had a couple of days off, hopefully guys can refocus and – and and understand what it takes to win football games again starting with myself and all the way down to the coordinators and position coaches so uh, we can get this done Uh, still believe we can get this done but we've got to refocus on what what helped us in the first half of the season in terms of playing within ourselves and playing with an identity all right this is this is a tiptoe sort of question but you're always cool with us all i'll just ask it lazard rogers guy cobb rogers guy um, obviously, the offensive coordinator, Rogers guy, Boyle, and Boyle's a Rogers guy. Do you have to? Do you have to carefully navigate making decisions that would tick off Rogers? I, I know you're the coach, but Rogers seems like he has a lot of say as well. Is that something that you take into consideration when you you don't activate a Lazard and you don't activate a a cop? No, um, no, right? Aaron's great. He. Um, when it comes to the players on the team, how you get here is one thing. How you how you stay here is another. And um, and you know, so with regards to all that, it's and it's not like a it's not a pissing contest. Don't get me wrong. It's I, it's more of an understanding. You know, if if you perform, you play. If you don't, you don't. And uh, it doesn't matter where you were drafted. It doesn't matter how much money you've gotten. It doesn't matter how little money you've gotten. It's it's trying to put together the best roster we can to help us win football games and um you know randall is phenomenal lazard they are they're 
Have they been playing to their standard? No. Do I think any less of them as 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 men and players? I don't. It's not that I don't think any less of them. It's we've got to get better. We've got to get better around them. We've got to be better as coaches. And um, and so when all all decisions at the end, like I said, how you get here is one thing, and how you stay here is mm-hmm. another, and that comes down to overall performance. Coach, is he a part of the process when you make decisions like that? Uh, no. No, he's uh, you know Aaron's been very is very supportive with with everything we uh, we do and um, but no as far as personnel decisions and all that he's he hasn't. How, Coach, what do you do to keep your defensive players happy when this is a, a, a second straight season where they're putting up a really phenomenal effort on the defensive side of the ball and the offense just is not giving them a chance to to win games. You, you know this, Coach. The average NFL career is like four years. Um, and these are years that these guys won't get back. H- how do you keep a, uh, the defense focused when, I, I'm just sorry, you guys aren't putting quarterback play on the field and offensive play on the field that's uh, can give them a chance to win? You know, the, the, the biggest thing for the defense is to understand that there's the individual aspect of football is um, is your legacy. And, um, you know, the defense and understanding that it, it's a really cool unit and people love watching them play. I know I love watching them play. I know their teammates love watching them play. And I, I'll speak for the entire fan base. that Everyone loves watching that, that group play. And, um, and it's one of those deals where if you let external things, and I, obviously the offense is part of the team and their struggles are part of the team, but it's also an external factor uh, we got to take care of our own. Got to take care of your own on defense. Got to take care of your own on offense. Got to take care of your own as an individual player, and uh, all within the team construct. But are there frustrations? Yeah, to, to to pretend like they're not frustrated. Of course, they're frustrated. They want, of course, they want to play with a lead so they can get after the quarterback, which is what I think we do best. Um, but at the same time. You know they they understand that it's their job to get the ball back for our offense as many times as possible and 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 continually uphold the standard at which we operate, which is our effort, our technique, and our violence and uh, the soundness at which we play and and the effort at which we do it. So it's a uh, so yeah they're 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 frustrated. They want more. I think everyone's frustrated and and that's okay. That's okay. Uh, but at the same time, I, I don't think it really affects. Uh, uh, their their understanding and that there's still a standard of play at which we do it uh, do it at and 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 that's that that's the way they roll. All right, the Dolphins edge rusher uh, Jalen Phillips, um, season-ending torn Achilles. Your quarterback after four you know plays suffered the same injury. A lot of the Dolphins after the game said this 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 has to change. This turf is awful at MetLife. Do you think it's the turf, Coach? Uh, I. I'm not a scientist, man. Um, you know, it's it is unfortunate. A lot of uh, there have been a lot of injuries, and uh, who knows? Maybe there's a there's a placebo effect in the whole thing. I have no idea. I, I wish I had a better answer for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's and I know that uh, the people at the league office are relentlessly working trying to figure out uh, uh, what the right answer is, and, um, and hopefully we we figure it out soon. How many turkeys does the Sala family go through with all the kids? Oh man! <laughs> um, you know what? My my wife baked this beautiful twenty pound turkey, and then I fried it. I fried a twelve pounder. So we, uh, um, I don't think there's any more leftovers left either. There, I mean, it's, it's amazing how these little human beings eat so much food. It's crazy. <laughs> That's how they get to be big human beings. Yes. Anyway, 
Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, I know it's, it wasn't the greatest weekend for you, but uh, we thank you for coming on with us. No, thank you, guys. Really appreciate you all. All right. That was the Robert Sala Report brought to you by Sloman. Sloman's has low-price home heating oil for all New York football fans. Low prices, zero sacrifices for 100 years. Sloman's has been a staple in home comfort. Call 1-866-OIL-DEAL and Infinity.com. Discover more about the luxury and performance of an Infinity QX60 crossover at InfinityUSA.com or visit your local Infinity dealer today.